Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Frames Per Second Podcast. You gonna return that? Asking fat. <laughs> What's going on? It's your boy Nikki Duce, aka Mr. No Disrespect, and you're now tuning into the Friends for Second podcast. In this recap, we will be reviewing the premiere episode of the fourth season of the hit TV show Insecure, and we finally got the full cast together to do it. Um, I believe y'all started last year on it, and we're gonna continue on moving forward. Um, this episode is titled, double check on it. Low key feeling myself. And it's an interesting title for this episode because it starts off with, um, Issa Rae or Issa's character just talking on the phone with someone. We don't know who they're talking. She's talking to. And she's pretty much saying she don't fuck with Molly anymore. And we find out that that's actually uh, in the future from the timeline that we're going to watch of this episode four months later after this big block party that she's been trying to set up and get together for the whole community of Inglewood. Um, was anybody, based off of just that first scene alone, was anybody surprised that she said that? Based, especially with how the series has been going so far, since we're four seasons in, uh, these characters are pretty much established, and now we're just seeing them in different situations. W- were y'all feeling that there's going to be a rift between Issa and Molly? Yeah, because didn't they end last season with a big blow-up fight? Yep. So yeah, I I didn't expect for them to do a, a to- like a or like a flashback situation. I figured that was enough for her to not be fucking with her no more anyway. So. It wasn't surprising to me. What about you, Rod? I was at first because um, I didn't remember. I actually had watched every episode up until, until the last one. So I didn't remember that happened in the last episode of last season. So I was a little confused at first until Naomi had said it. I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. They did have a blow up. So yeah, that makes sense. The next scene is pretty much like, Issa and Molly just, you know, being best friends again. They're doing their self-care Sundays. Issa is finally talking about, like, how she's back to normal as far as a reset where she doesn't have a man, she don't have no job or anything, but she's still focused and happy with how where she's at in her life. Um, Molly is, too. We're finally seeing Molly um, kind of be happy with someone other than Dre or Dro. And... Uh, it seems like both characters have been moving on. Um, we even see Molly have a little date with Andrew again from last, uh, who was introduced to us last season. And they seem to have even better chemistry now than ever. She seemed to finally accepted that, you know, even though he's not black or whatever, he could, I can still adapt to this dating situation too. What did y'all think about seeing him again? Well, if it's in the timeline, I guess it, it, didn't catch me too off guard. Um, they seem to have a, a, I guess, a good relationship going. Um, you know, that they learned each other and they have a good time kicking it, uh, at least early on. They fall out at the party. But, but yeah, it was good seeing him around again. Yeah, he's, he's cool. Asian? Yeah. I never really liked him. I think I said that last season. Oh man, he's 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 becoming my favorite character. I like right, him. I think I remember y'all saying that, but I, I've never just been a big fan of his character. I mean, he seemed cool to me. I mean, just from his introduction up until now, I thought I thought 
I thought he, I thought dude was cool. I didn't have no issue with him. Like as far as like, I didn't care for him or care for his character. I think he can have, I think if, you know, written property, I think his character can, I mean, he, he can be an interesting character going into this season. If he, if he, if that's not the last time we see him, but you know, I, I think he'd be an interesting character. I think he's the only one passionate enough to deal with Molly bullshit. Yeah, that, that is true. I don't that even is, think it's patient so Cause I think he, he's called her out a couple of times before on how she's acting, how she's treating him. And I, I liked his honesty in this episode as far as um, in the middle of their conversation, as far as like their relationship or whatever you want to define it as, he kept it honest as far as what he was doing on when he's not with her. So I feel like it's more of, I don't think she's ever met a man that was this open and honest without feeling some type of guilt or feeling like he needed to hide anything. Cause like when you look at growth, it felt like he he was always like he never could really commit to her. He never could really be upfront with everything. It's always something like he had to be tied to something else because he was married. But with him, it's just like I am who I am. You either gonna take me for it is or you're not. Oddly but enough, really, all the men that she has been dealing with has been like that though. Like Dro was very open about the fact that he. I mean, they she knew he was married. That he was very open on the fact that you know they got an open relationship. Even a bisexual guy from. Uh, the first season like she she has she tends to attract men who are very open about who they are she just can't handle it yeah. that's a good point yeah um we <laughs> there uh <laughs> that scene um going on to like Issa, we were talking about who molly's been messing with did y'all expect that that sex scene with Issa and the tsa dude <laughs> i thought she was dreaming I know what to think about that. I love it. Think, I think that's still, that's that's in line with what, what we saw what, last season, season before last, when she's just banging random dudes. Oh, she's on her whole taste. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a continuation of that, in my opinion. Because she was dealing with, like, some random dudes in that season as well. So it's a continuation of that. Me personally, but that TSA dude was the funniest shit in the episode. I mean, he was the funniest motherfucker out there the whole episode. Though. <laughs> How can you not like the TSA dude? Yeah, I, I, I liked him, and I liked that angle that he was just like, Yeah, she's just kind of doing whatever because she really has nothing to tie her down right now, right? I didn't necessarily expect her to be fucking this, I don't want to be mean, but this big fat dude. <laughs> but when he was hitting, he was like, she's like, oh, it's too much momentum. I was <laughs> dying. But the funniest shit of the whole episode was when dude stood up and she said something about him sweating. Yeah. yeah. Welcome welcome to a full-size nigga. <laughs> I promise y'all, I fucking screamed. I was hollering when I see when he said that shit. Well, I was like, did this dude really do <laughs> 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 A full-size. I never heard that before. I was dying when there was a fan blowing in the back because she was like, last time we was fucking, it was too hot in this bitch. <laughs> she got the fan on and shit. But he, he uh, I guess he's her weed supplier because he be giving her those confiscated things that we get from TSA and just passing on to her. Mm -hmm. He gave her like a bottle of Hennessy and I think a cap full of weed. So I guess that's their mutual benefit. But did y'all do y'all think there's more to him? Will we see him more throughout this season? No, no, no. No, no. I think he was really there just for comedic value, man. Like I think that, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he if he supplies that throughout this entire season. Like, I don't think it's gonna be nothing deeper than what we're seeing now. It's just gonna like you just said, she's a supply, he's a he's a supply person for her. And you know, she gave him a little nookie here and there. That's pretty much it. I don't think he's gonna much more. Me either. We may get one more episode, but I think Nasford will come back and dead all that. Dead all what? Big big black. Well, we, uh, later on in this episode, um, we see Condola and Issa still have their partnership, and they've even grown in their partnership, where they're hanging out and doing all their deals and stuff as far as to make this block party happen. Condola seems like she's more of a professional at this because obviously Issa's just learning this and just going at uh, going with the flow, so she's leaning heavily on her. But I would have thought that this about this time that she would have found out about Lawrence, but apparently she hasn't. And once we find out, once Condola is like it's like her Condola and um, Amanda Seals' character, once they're all in the room together, that's when Issa finds out and kind of seems like it's a bombshell. 
were you guys surprised by how her reaction was, especially since they haven't been dating for a while? And uh, obviously, Issa's moved on, and so is Lawrence. I seem pretty natural, like what what happened. I mean, that's what I like about this show. They, they like everything just seems so natural, and that seemed like a natural reaction. Like you kind of thrown off, thrown off, <laughs> I guess so, and just kind of confused, like how you should feel. Because, like you said, you know, she met, she hasn't dated this guy in forever. But because they dated so long, it's still a little bit of attachment there. I think in one scene, she was like, she still loves them and stuff like that. So you still have that. So it was, it was a really natural feeling on both sides, actually, from both people. I actually, didn't I ask you, like, yeah, how would you feel? Yeah, we had that conversation. I think it's natural to feel extremely awkward about it. It, it I was telling Rod, it would have been different if she had met Condola through Lawrence, so she knew that they were dating. But the fact that I've gotten, you know, and they're like in a working relationship, but a little cooler. It's like, this is a chick who I could be cool with. You know, we just co-workers right now. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think that, um, yeah, it just, it makes for a real awkward situation. And I, I do agree that that's real natural. It also seems like it was awkward because Issa realized that, what's, what's um, Amanda Seals' character's name? Tiffany. Tiffany. She realized that Tiffany knew and didn't say shit. So it seemed like it was like, okay, she's finding out at that moment that Condoleezza, what the fuck is this chick's name? Condola. The gondola. <laughs> Whatever fucking Gorgonzola. Whatever her name is, he, she finds out right then that she's dating Lawrence, but at the same time, it's almost like you see her processing like, wait a minute, you fucking knew this whole time and didn't say a single word. But did she yeah. really know? Yeah, she I knew. Mean, How would she not? I think she knew that they went out, but I don't think she knew that they were still serious. a thing. Yeah. Ah, that's not how I, that, nah. It seemed that's like, the way it I like she knew. Like when she got to talking about, I think she said something like, oh, no, that's still, like, I think she kind of alluded to, like, that's still going on. Right. So I, she knew they were dating. She knew that they yeah, had, she like, went out. I just don't think she knew that it was still going on. Like, a, oh, they hung out and that was it, kind of. So, like she should have said something from the beginning. That's that's what I was going to ask. Should she have said something yeah. to Ethel? Because they've been homies way longer than Condola. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that is true. That is but true. If, it's, if it's just like a one-off, if you think it's going to be a one-off, do you think you should even say anything to your friend? Yes. Yeah, yeah you should still you should still say something to your friend, regardless. Mm -hmm. Hmm. You can tell by the look on her face when, when, when that whole thing was going down. You can tell in the look of Tiffany's face that she knew that she fucked up. Mm -hmm. Well, they they've been broke up, broken up for a while, for a while now. It don't matter. Five years, though, man. So, then, so it's just hands. Off. I think we had this conversation on the mic still on. So it's just like hands off. Period. I know. Yes. Five years. Absolutely. Yes. That's not, but like none of my homegirls can mess with them, and if they know somebody who messing with them, they better tell them why. Why? Like, that's why is that? that was we almost like five years. Like that's that's half a damn decade. Like that's a lot of time invested, and I just want to make sure that first of all, none of my friends can know. Absolutely right. not. I get but, that. Yeah, but if we got like a like if we have someone in our circle who's dating them, it's not that she can't date them. Okay. But just let me know so that if I happen to run up on both of them, I'm not taking off guard. Don't have me out here looking crazy. Crazy oh, for what? Cool. Yeah. Crazy. Wait, what? Because like, oh, I didn't even know this was a thing. Now I'm in an awkward situation. Now I gotta figure out how I feel about it. And mm -hmm. I gotta do all that in front of y'all. No, give me a heads up. So if I happen to be in the same, no, hold on, pause. So that if I happen to be in the same circle that I see you and it's like, oh, I already knew it. I've already processed how I felt about it. What's up, girl? I'm not even tripping. Nah. Yes. Uh, that's too yes. deep. Nah. Uh, because like, how, like, how am I supposed to monitor that? Like, that's not my job to be monitoring like, like, like that situation. It's like, it's not my job. Right. You find out once. Just mention it. Be like, yo, just so you know. FYI, you met your ex, and they might be hanging out. Just so you know. And that's it. I got to screen everybody. You ain't got to screen it. Just, just let me know. Hey, heads up. Because right. the person is in our circle. And so you just might be around them. But it may be one of those situations where that's they don't even realize. They don't even realize that, that that might even go there. And that's what it came, that's how the conversation came out. Like, I didn't really think that was going to go anywhere. But I mean, since we're here now, hey, this is the situation. Mm -mm. 
That's not being a good friend, bro. You think that you think Tiffany was a bad friend for doing that? Yes. Hundred percent. She being a bad friend. She should have went ahead and she, let, she, she should have let her know. She, she should have let her know when they met at the party. No. That's too Why early. Why not? That's way That's too, early. too early. Wait, look, look. They were at the party. They were obviously had a little bit of a of a whatever, a little yeah. spark. Yeah. They exchanged numbers. Tiffany clearly knew all that. It wouldn't have hurt anything for her to just say, hey, Issa, just so you know, Gorgonzola done met up with Lawrence. I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm just letting you know that that might be a thing. And then she can back away. I don't even think she necessarily needed to do it that early, but she knew when they went out because Lawrence and her husband are cool. So once she knew that they was hanging out, that's when she should have been like, oh, um, Issa, FYI, I know you probably don't even care, but the homegirl you working with, uh, she 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 hung out with your ex. I think you should still work with her. It's not nothing because you've been over him, girl. Like it's a way to say it just so she's aware without having her look stupid when she finds out. Oh, you talking about my Lawrence Lawrence? But again, I don't think she knew like that. She knew that something went on. She may not have known that it continued <laughs> to be a thing, but she knew. Y'all tripping? Yeah, so you I didn't say nothing I, wrong. If if it if it became like a thing, yeah, I was like, yo, just let you, like Nay saying, but it would have had to been a little down the line to where it's like, oh, like y'all getting serious. So let me go ahead and give my homeboy a heads up. So if we if we're hanging out and B uh-huh. happens to meet, I can't imagine this would ever happen, but one of my exes, yeah, and and they exchange numbers, but mm-hmm. I don't know, but I know, but you know that they exchange okay. numbers. Okay, you wouldn't tell me. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's, <laughs> my boy I'm deleting you from my phone, bro. But he's my boy too. That's that's that's, 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 that's the, the point. That is right. the point. They all in the same circle. That's right. why you need to know because there's a possibility if they're really kicking it like that, that you might be around that, and then you gonna look odd, and it's gonna be awkward. See, I would wait till it actually is something before I did. So I'm not saying I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't say I won't. I'm not saying I wouldn't tell you. All I'm saying is that, like, oh, oh, y'all were serious about this. Y'all seriously trying to pursue this. At that point, that yeah, I would tell you. What if they just fucked? Thank you. That's why that was going to be my oh. question. <laughs> that was going to. You, would, you wouldn't let B know ahead of time. Be like B. Hey, just so you know, that's one of Mike's exes. You might not want to go there. You wouldn't tell neither one of us. Why would I tell B? You're going to stall by putting things in your mouth. <laughs> no, why tell B? Wait, 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 let me think about the situation. Mm-mm. That's yeah. how you get messed up. because because for me it's just like <laughs> you. I mentioned circles, and to me, Lawrence ain't really in like like Condola ain't in their circle, right? Right. Yeah, she she, is. She's yeah. a part. She's a part of Tiffany's circle. Not anymore. The only reason why Lawrence was even, they even met up again was at the baby shower because of Tiffany, and that's because of a baby. So to me, their interactions are very limited. So when y'all say circle, it seems like it's more about happenstance as far as this information being crucial. Because to me, I don't think they really would meet up like that in just on a, wrangler, on a random whim outside of Tiffany. Tiffany seems like that's the only glue to, to Lawrence and uh, Issa at this point. Pick me. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's correct, because when she came to the mixer, she even had to say Lawrence isn't here. Like, if she's dating this dude and they're working in a social capacity, you bring dates to events, he could have very easily shown up as a date, and then that really would have been fucked up. And it would have fucked her up at her professional event where she got to try and hold it together, which is why it was important that she should have been able to, because she's still even fucked up in that social setting. She's trying to get her mind wrapped around how to interact with her business partner, knowing that she's fucking her ex. So, yes, I should have known ahead of time so I can process this information, figure out how I feel about it, figure out if I still want to do business with her, and if I do get my head right so I can be professional. That's not Tiffany's Tiffany's problem. It's not her problem, but as a friend, it's something that you should, it's an an olive branch that you should extend due to our relationship. But but back to what Nick was saying, like, it's it's just happenstance. How is she supposed to know that you want to bring this dude that you just met to to this event and all this stuff? Well, if she had let me know ahead of time, she wouldn't have to worry about it. Boom. 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 I don't know. (laughs) I I, I disagree with this one. 
Let's let's move on back to Molly's situation because as Molly is uh and Andrew are going on their way to the event that Issa set up to get the sponsorships for the block party, Andrew ends up telling her that he's been dating other people on the side outside of their meetings and their dates. And that kind of threw Molly off for a little bit. Should Molly have been surprised by that? No, she shouldn't have if they haven't had that conversation and it hasn't been established, but I can understand why she would be. See, I was a little bit confused by this part because it didn't, I don't think the show did a good enough job of establishing how long they've been hanging out. Yeah. So I can't tell if it's been a month or two months, but I just, for the sake of the show, I just made a guess and assumed it had been like maybe a month or two. If it's been a month or two, they probably should have had that conversation. But at the same time, she probably was just assuming. Right then shit was going so well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Again, I think right or wrong? I don't know. What'd you say, Rod? No, I was going to say, again, that's why I really like this show, because that's real-life situations where people, you know, don't communicate those things. But I remember I started, like, after my first engagement, I st- anybody I ran into, I, I communicated, communicated that very clearly. <laughs> I was like, look, this is, what, this is where I am right now. Like I'm not trying to do anything serious. It's no. It's not gonna be no boyfriend girlfriend situation. I was very clear on that. See, I have never in my entire life had that conversation ever. I had never had it either, Mike. And so, and so after that, after that, after that engagement, because I, I knew, I knew for certain that I wasn't ready to be in another relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like you, I, I had never had to have that conversation before. Again, which is why they ended up in that situation, bro. I feel like I've never had that conversation and I've never had that be an issue to where I've been seeing someone for a certain period of time and I was thinking it was, you know, monogamous and they weren't or vice versa. I guess maybe I've just been lucky. And when I've been with women that are just like, oh, this is not that deep and I know it too. And we just have that understanding without saying it, Mm -hmm. but I've never actually sat a, a, a woman down and said, all right, like, what are we? You know, I've never done that. I think I've had those conversations because I'm weird in relationships. Like I, I I'm like, like I do, I do a lot. Like, like you know, what he saying? act like you, your, he's your, I, I, he's I act your like girlfriend. I'm your, your man, but I'm really not type of thing. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna take you out, I'm gonna do stuff <laughs> I for can you. See that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. so I can see how the lines can get blurred. Thinking like, oh, I thought we were serious. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm just nice. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I got, I got. That. I don't have that problem. To me, it's, <laughs> to me, it's like if you've been talking with someone for like at least a month on a somewhat consistent basis. If if you don't bring it up as far as the man, and if, and if your partner eventually your partner will say like, "What are we?" or "What is this?" Because that at least that's how it is for me and my friends. Like that always comes up, especially if you're a gentleman. Like because then they want to they want to see they do can lock you down or to let you go. Because yeah. I, I don't think for the women that I've messed with, they don't want to be in that uh, situationship for too long because they don't want to be considered like a side piece or something like that. So you're saying I'm not a gentleman? All I'm saying is that Rod is. It's fucked up, Nick. <laughs> you know, the part I liked about um, that was, was Molly. Because when she asked him the question, she was just on some like, playing around play play shit and he was like nah yeah I am seeing somebody (laughs) she was like wait what for real (laughs) and she thought he was gonna say no because she just thought because we saw them playing around earlier in the episode and she just thought they were doing that that same shit again and then it was a wrap for her the rest of the damn uh, episode so now here's my question oh no go ahead I was just saying the writing is really well, like really well on this man. I I, I love the writing on this kid. But go ahead, can, uh, Mike. I was just gonna ask. So, and I wish we had more than one woman on the on this podcast. But just a question: Should she have went ahead and said something right then and there, or should she have, or should she have actually? I mean, I know she played it wrong regardless because she was acting like a little punk the whole time. Should she have went ahead and addressed it in the car before they got to the party? Or should she have played it cool until later on when they were together again and brought it up later? Yeah, I think that um, 
unless she was very aware of her feeling, like what she felt for him, which I don't think she did. I think she probably, it probably would have been better for her to just wait till they were together, you know, by themselves and have that conversation. Cause it's like, okay, now that I know that you actually out here, out here, what do I really want this to be? And that might take you a minute to actually figure out. So I don't really think she understood her feelings well enough to be able to have that conversation constructively in the moment. What do you think, B? Yeah, I think she should have probably said something in the car on their way to the to the uh, mixer, the uh, the the, um, the gathering thing, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think she should address it then because at that point, I mean, you already you already had y'all little bowling date and all that stuff. So I think if that was still in her mind going into that next day, she should have addressed it. She should have said something to him in that car before to the uh, the mixer before they got to the mixer. Even though it threw a ball. Yeah, I mean, because like I said, like at that point, they had the little kissy and all that little stuff during the bowling date, fine. If 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 she if they knew they was going to see each other again, I think that was a good time to bring it up right then before before the mixer. I would say wait till afterwards. That's just me. Yeah. Cuz at that point you're you're trying to you're going to an event to support your friend. I don't think you want to bring that kind of energy cuz that's that's not a quick conversation you could have coming out the car. Like that's a, it, I mean, I, it depends. It could it could be a quick conversation. It, I mean, I guess it just depends. It couldn't. It, it probably won't be awkward, but I mean, it could have went awkward. And you don't want to. You don't want it to be awkward that night. But I don't think it would have been awkward. The thing about Molly though is she was. I don't think she's mature enough to be able to have that conversation in that moment. And even though you don't want to bring that type of energy to the party, she still did. She still made it painfully obvious yeah. that she was yeah. awkward. She felt away, and yeah. she went back to night. So, yeah. like I said, in a perfect world, you would have been able to have that conversation constructively in the car, and you yeah. can maybe chit chat about it in the in amidst you know each other in the mixer. But that's just not who Molly is. Yeah, maybe I was thinking in the perfect world, Naomi. I think that's the, <laughs> that's the thing. I was taking it in the perfect world, but I mean, yeah. Um, let me hit y'all with another question. So, as 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 a man, you you could tell the way she was acting the whole time because we've. Guaranteed, we've yeah. all been in that situation. Maybe not Nick, because he's young. The rest of us have been in that situation where you know the girl's mad, but you're trying to like play it off like she's not. Mm-hmm. At the end, when he was like, "So, are you all right?" and she was just like, "Oh, I'm just gonna stay here. You can just like get your own ride home." Would you have went ahead and been like, "All right, like what the fuck? Like what's going on? Explain to me why you're mad." Or would you have been like, "Well, shit, if you ain't even gonna bring it up or tell me, fucking, I'm gonna leave." Like, which one would y'all have played it? Well, me, I like to talk. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Ron. Go ahead. You said you, you like to talk what? Yeah, me personally, I like to just figure stuff out. I, don't, I, I'm, I need to know now. I don't like being in the wind. Like, I, I need to know what's, what's, what's up, man. Like, I, that's just me. I can't let stuff like that linger on. I'm, I'm either going to say something there, I'm going to call you as soon as I get situated, or That's what I'm gonna do. I, that, I'm, <laughs> the, I'm, the, I'm gonna call you when I get situated. I'm not gonna. I, me personally, I'm not yeah. gonna bring it up at your best friend's event. She's happy. Everything went well. And then I'm gonna come with the what's up. I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna do that, Rod. I'm, a, I'm. A, once I get situated, whatever I'm doing, once I get home or whatever, then I'm gonna hit you up and say, all right, what's up? Like, what, what's, what's going on? Yeah. I'm gonna let that girl breathe. I'm gonna give her some space, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, because at that point in time, you got to, I, I got to think about my feelings and, and my mindset. And am I ready to have this conversation? Cause <laughs> you got to think about your what? Because <laughs> now, nah, real talk, because she she's going, she's coming at it from a, uh, <laughs> she's coming at it from a selfish angle, man. Like, I got feelings too. I got right. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> oh shit! If that conversation has never been had. Why are you so upset? <sighs> and clearly, you don't know your feelings yet because that the answer that I gave you isn't really a wrong answer. It's actually a, a right truth. I mean, the truth hurts sometimes, but that was the right answer. You didn't lie about it. So clearly, that means that you haven't figured your feelings out yet. So that means that you're not ready to have this conversation. So then let's take a beat. I can hit you up later. If you're still on some childish shit, then I'm on to the next. <laughs> I'm with I'm I'm a hundred percent with Rod on this one. Ain't no fucking way. First of right. all, you drove me there. So that's some right. fucking shit. 
me that you're gonna make me take an Uber home when you drove me there. So already I'm gonna be mad. So I'm not gonna blow up at the party, but I'm gonna be like, all right, well let's let's go outside for a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you to that sidewalk, and I'm gonna be like, all right, like you're clearly mad. What is the situation? And if she's still acting like that, for me personally, that would be a relationship ender because I don't play those kind of games. Yeah. So if she, gonna be like oh, i'm not gonna tell you or figure it out all right cool i'm gonna figure it out without you yeah and that's it real talk ken um yeah i don't have time for that shit so <laughs> yeah if, if she would have been like no nah, i'm cool i'm good i'm like all right whatever i'm out mm-hmm. and i just would have left it at that and, and been done with it because i don't have time like you know, if I ask you what's wrong and you don't want to say anything, I know you're in your feelings or whatever. I don't know, man. I just, I don't have patience for all that stuff. Just tell me what the problem is and we can deal with it. Or let's just say, let's talk later or something. But this whole talking around it or trying to act like you're all good and everything's cool. Mm-mm. Nah, I'm good. So how did y'all feel about the fact that she sent that text message before she left out? Like, was that, if you had gotten text message would you been like oh okay cool what the text message no. she said basically that you know sorry about how i acted but i think i really i'm really i realized i really like you and whatever that would have been fine because you're addressing it at that point so now we can have a conversation it was over for you ken yeah i would have rolled my eyes and threw the phone to the in the in the, in the seat so that's what we differ i got a softer heart like you know what i'm saying like oh, okay all right cool no, I got a cake ball. <laughs> I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit on 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 Ken's side with this part. I would I would have accepted the apology, but I'd have been mad for a minute because I would have been like, "Look, I just fucking asked you, and you played like you were fine. You made me take a Uber home. Now, now I'm looking stupid in this fucking Uber riding home, and then you want to text him, oh, I'm sorry." I liked you. I'd have mushed my fucking phone. I'd have been so irritated. I would have been it, but I'd have been mad. The reason why I'm not like that because when I'm done, I'm done. So you got to get me there first. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm a little lenient. But when I'm done, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'll give you another chance and we can talk it through or whatever. But yeah, if, if something don't come after that, it's like, okay, I, I don't yeah. have time. Yeah. I'll give her another chance. I would just be irritated at that text message because I don't... I don't like to hash things out in text messages anyway. Right. So in my brain, I'd have been like, look, I just asked you face to face. We could, cause like in text message, you can't gauge tone. You can't gauge any of that shit. I'd have been like, look, I just fucking asked you. Why are you waiting until I'm in this Uber to send me this fucking bullshit ass text message? Cause I had to process my feelings, Mike. <laughs> you know what though? I'd have hit her back with a fucking emoji. Just like the okay emoji and that's it. You wanna play games? <laughs> That's it, cause that would have that would have really pissed her off. Oh man! And so let let's talk about this event, the party and stuff, and and how everything went down. Um, I would have thought that by this point in time, since we're since the third season ended on with Issa having this idea and construct of trying to do more and give back to the community, that she would have a vision already by now. But the fact that she was kind of it seemed like she was unprepared to give out her like elevator pitch to all these sponsors that that's what kind of threw off this whole party. And then you throw on top of it, her issues with Condola and, and her dating Lawrence that made it a lot worse. And that was clearly an obvious because not only did the event kind of just was all over the place and how she was just talking out of her neck to all the sponsors, as far as trying to cater to their specific needs, but the location that she had it at was on her apartment building and we know her crazy, you know, uh, I guess like apartment, you know, that whole complex, all those characters that live in that community, they all came out for real. Uh, what did y'all think about that whole party and event? Wait, so you said you thought that Issa would have some idea in mind of what she was looking for by the time the party started? Or at least, like, her and Condola, I thought they were working with each other a lot on this. And they had established what the vision was. Because so it, kinda... surpri- it didn't surprise me at all that that Issa was didn't have a clue, and that she was running around just saying whatever came to her mind to whoever was asking. 
Um, but to your point, though, if Condola was taking the lead on that and had already established the vision of the plan and this is what we're going to say, yeah, I would agree with you. But it seemed like since this was Issa's plan, she just kind of, when it came to that part of it, just let Issa handle all of that. So, um, so yeah, it, it, it didn't shock me that she was clueless as to what to say because I think she's learning as she go along anyway. So, and she maybe seemed like she figured it out towards the end. But when that dude started playing that goddamn, uh, the DJ, when he started playing, what was, what was he playing? Uh, oh, my dad, my dad, my dad, man. <laughs> I cracked up. But yeah, I, Issa didn't, didn't surprise me at all. And I think condolences was just in her head from the whole situation. Yep. And I think, in, in, I think if, if it wasn't for that, she would have been, you know, able to kind of save things. But I think because she was in her head, she just kind of fell back, kind of clammed up. Because truthfully, I think Condola's probably in the more vulnerable position. Because Issa knows what her relationship was with Lawrence. She knows what went on. And she knows how over it is. Condola, on the other hand, has met this chick who she thinks is cool. And now I find out that you dated the guy that I'm interested in. I don't know what went on between the two of y'all. Didn't even know y'all was a situation. For and now, five years. Yeah, for five years. So now it's like she's in a situation where she could very, where she could very easily be in her head because she's kind of on the short end of the stick in the situation. She's hey. only privy to what Lawrence has told her, which really isn't much. Well, so, yeah, going back to that conversation that she had with Lawrence, where she confronts him about Issa, do you, I was also, that was also interesting to me because I would have thought that her and Lawrence would have had a conversation about their past or, you know what I'm saying, who they've been messing with up in, at least more recently of where you are now. Just like how Rob was saying, like, when I got out of my situation, I was upfront and honest with, you know, the women I was messing with. Do you but think even if they did, I don't think names would have came up. Right. Yeah, that's true. Mm, maybe, but I mean, but Lawrence, five years—that's a lot. But they only been hanging out for like a month or so. Why would why would he go as deep as to bring up names? Like, does Andrew, does Molly and Andrew know about each other's past? It's almost like the same kind of situation almost. Like, she now, Molly knows that Andrew's dating other people, and now Molly, um, Condola, whatever her name is, she now knows that Lawrence was with somebody for, like, years, and I actually know the chick that you were with. So it's just, they're it's still in that period of figuring out who these people, who the people you're dealing with are. So, I mean, it's just, that's natural, but uh, no, Lawrence isn't the type of dude who's going to give her all that information anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't like Lawrence. Here you go. <laughs> nah, you're right. Lawrence wasn't saying shit. He, he didn't want to say anything then. Because yeah, I don't know why they broke up. She don't know what happened. All she knew was they was together for five years. Did they live together? Was they engaged? I mean, like, what was the situation? Lawrence ain't saying nothing other than, and she had to ask him how long were they together. So Lawrence really wasn't trying to give up no information. Let the less you know about. Because she's that one. She she's that that one. You know what I'm saying? Now he'll give her information about all these randoms that he had, but he knows deep down that. You know, Issa's like a little bit more complicated when it's, when it's time to, t- you know, explain what's, what was the situation with her. Do you think it's important for like couples to talk about stuff like that as far as their past, like when it's that recent? Mm-hmm. If you plan on messing with somebody, because I think, I think Lawrence and, uh, what's her name, Coachella or Condalu, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think. <laughs> I think they're a little bit more serious than Molly and Andrew. At least they, I feel like they're leaning towards a relationship. Yeah. And Molly and Andrew just like messing around. So I think that that, I think that's why she was caught off guard a little bit. Like, damn nigga, like that was a big chunk of your life. And you just kept that under the rug. Yeah. But, but if it wasn't somebody she was hanging around with, would it have been that much of an issue? Right. Wait, pause. What? Would the fact that you were in a five-year relationship that didn't work out, would that be much of an issue? 
Are we no, if it wasn't, if, if it wasn't Issa, if that she knows she developed a relationship, would it be as big of a deal as it seems it is now? The type of person that you are in relationships is very important. And the type of, you know, what you don't have to give, I'm not looking for the nitty gritty and all the intricate, intimate details, but I do want to know what type of person you are in relationships. And the best way to figure that out is to understand what type of relationships you have. What did you learn from that one? What you bring into this one? Like, I need to know this information. Stop it. Stop it. Boy, stop it. <laughs> yes, that's very important. So, yeah, I think that you do need to talk about have you been in a long-term relationship? If he ain't been in a relationship no longer than two months, then I might need to be concerned because you can't carry on a anything wrong it would be different if okay. if condo condola gondola said condoleezza it'd be different if she said hey what is what is your relationship history and lawrence left isa out but it looks like they just never had that conversation so it's like it's unfair for us to get mad at lawrence for anything in this situation right no, no, I, I agree with you. I agree. He didn't do anything wrong. They just are in that period where they're figuring it out. But now that the conversation has come up, I think it is important that they talk about their previous relationships. And he wasn't really given no information. I mean, first of all, it just caught him off guard. Because what is the first thing? He's like, damn, that's crazy. Right. You know, you know what that damn next? Of all people. Of all people, right. All people in L.A., you, 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 you working with... My ex of five years, dude. Right, so, yeah. Lawrence probably like, man, I can't get rid of this damn girl. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He's like that's crazy. So that he he trying to get over there first, and then like, yeah. wait, wait, it's such on. a natural response, man. It's it's a yeah. natural response. Yeah, she done fucked up his date night. He was like, look, baby, just take some of this wine. She's like, nah, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm like, all right, hell, ain't that about a bitch? Pulled out the Louisiana hot sauce and everything. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, that shit ready on deck, nigga. I mean, yeah. I thought it was unfair that she fucking uninvited him to the party after that shit. Because sure again, want to go though? Huh? I'm, I'm sure he probably didn't even want to go. That just would have been awkward. But see, it don't matter if I want to go. The fact that you said I can't now—that's some bullshit. Did she say that? And when she got there, she was like, "No, Lawrence isn't coming." Right. So, so I don't think he's. I don't think she was just like, "No, you can't come now." I, I think thought, she didn't tell him. I don't think she told him. Oh. Yeah, that's from okay. what I remember. She and she, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might, he might have known about the mixer, but I don't think she ever extended an invitation for him to, for her to rescind it. I think that's more so what it is. See, I, I assumed, sorry, I, I assumed he knew <clears throat> because she went to his house right afterwards and started talking about what happened. So it seemed like he knew there was a mixer. So wouldn't he have expected for her to invite him? Not necessarily if y'all are new. It's a work mixer, so we may be mm. a little more, a little too new for us to go to work events together. Okay. Maybe I read it wrong. I read it like he knew and she uninvited him. Okay. I think that's one of those unspoken things. Yeah. Like, you know, like, they both understand, like, yo, this is going to be weird if we both show up at this thing together. Wait. You know what, what I mean? I think that's like a more unspoken, like one of the things that, that goes without being said, we both show up at Issa's thing, it's gonna be weird for everyone. And this moment is about her, so let's not mess this up. So I'll just go to this thing and then yeah. I'll, I'll, see, I'll see you when I get back. Cause he even said at one point, he was like, well, it seems like she really needs you for this project. So, mm -hmm. cause I think she asked, should I stop working with that's her? That's right, she did. And she he did. was like, no, I mean, it seems like she really needs you. So, I mean, they're all, everybody's trying to be mature about it. It's just the situation's awkward. Right, got it. I'd have went uh, in. I'd have just showed up. Fuck that. <laughs> this messy. 
as hell. So Issa was able to salvage uh, the sponsorship event, uh, which was going horribly at first, especially when her uh, the other tenant came down on the microphone talking about, <laughs> so after this is an after party, it was going to get real nasty. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm glad she was able to save that. Um, but afterwards is where things got interesting again, or even like towards the end of the event, because obviously Issa, since she found out that Condola was messing with Lauren, she was trying to hit up Molly. And then Molly was trying to hit up Issa about Andrew and him being, you know, still messing around with other people, but they couldn't seem to connect. And it seemed like once they finally, like towards the end of the party, once they were able to talk with each other, they still were not on the same page like they usually are. They weren't in sync. Um, do y'all think that, do y'all think that that was, this is like the beginning of the end of this friendship? Well, yeah, it started at the beginning of the show. But, but is it, is it more about like just them not having time for each other or do you, or do you think they're, as far as just them mentally, they have different philosophies on what friendship is and how it should move? No, nah, they're going to get, they're going to have a fight. Cause Molly, Molly, Molly is selfish as fuck, and she, she's always like, anytime she has an issue, it's like everybody else in the room has to have a fucking issue, and I think Issa is starting to really get sick of that shit, and I think that this, pretty soon, there's gonna be a blow up. Yeah, cause for me, the one thing I, I, I don't think I've told y'all this, but the one thing about Molly that I've noticed, like throughout this whole series, we've seen the progression of Issa to at least a certain extent. Like, with Molly, I feel like we haven't really seen her progress as a character. Right. It's just like, she's like, like, nay, you brought it out, like, you, or you made me realize that all the other dudes she messed with were very open and honest, yet she couldn't, she wasn't mature enough to deal with that. And it seems like this is the same thing with Andrew. And now she's trying to read Issa, saying that she always likes to be in some mess, when I'm like, nigga, didn't you mess with some married dude? Like, <laughs> what, are you, what the hell are you talking about? Like, so to me, it's just like, I don't understand where Molly feels like she has a soapbox to stand on and she's looking down at Issa as far as her issues. Because she a hater. <laughs> she's just a hater. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, I think she's so upset about her position and the fact that she hasn't been able to find anybody because didn't she fuck up the Nansford situation for her? So it's like she keeps fucking up situations like situations for Issa because Issa's progressing and finding situations that she wish she had. So like she's just a hater and she the therapy ain't helping because she don't feel like she really got a problem. She only tell the therapist what she want the therapist to know. Like she just she's just she's turning into a bitter black woman. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad you said it, not me. <laughs> uh, but I, I agree, because I think that I just find it interesting with Molly, because I think at the beginning of the series, it seemed like you could obviously, there were opposites. Like, Issa didn't really have much of her career. She didn't really have much of her life together. And Molly was kind of like that counterpart, something that Issa could strive to be like, in a sense. And like you were saying, since the show has progressed, it's kind of flipped. And now I think Issa's just, Issa seems like she's the type of person who's looking for solutions. And Molly just seems like the person that just wants to talk about the problem and not really handle it. And then I think Molly's used to, because Molly is used to being that, the one who's got the career, one who's got it together, like she, it's almost like if she doesn't know how to handle the friendship, if she's not in that superior position. And I think it's easy. And that's, that again is very natural and happens in friendships. Like you have someone who's used to being a certain person who has it together and is, is you know, might have, you know, the, the family or the relationship together, a career together, whatever. And as the people around her or someone that that person is in a good relationship with, starts to come up it's like you you feel your position is being challenged she had the same problem at work it's like she's coming to this new position into this new office and she's trying to be the star attorney and she's having a problem coping with the fact that she's not that bitch so i just think she don't know how to handle not being at you know the one who's got it together 
So I, I, I think for, for this season, we're going to see this relationship go its course. And that made me want to ask you all, do you all have friends that, like, do friendships naturally have a course to where it ends, or does it just, is it more about an event or a certain mindset that just can't be changed? That's the reason why I can't mess with this person anymore. Hmm. I think it's levels to friends. Like, it just depends, like, like some some friends you outgrow, you know what I'm saying? Like you just don't. I got plenty of friends like that, you know what I'm saying? Like back home, but and then I got friends that we didn't necessarily outgrow each other, but you know we just doing different things, but we still are friends. So I just think it depends on the on the type of friend they are. Has Molly ever really been a good friend to Issa? I think so. I can't I think remember. So. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't remember if she. I have to look I, at the old. I have to look at the older seasons. I don't even remember. It's been a minute since I watched the older seasons, but I can't remember off the top of my head if she. Have she shown any examples of being a good friend? I think a good friend is somebody that's honest, like that. I can be honest with you about just about anything, and I think she's done that with with Issa. Not in this. Not in this time. This isn't a moment where she's done it. But I think she's. I, I believe she's done it before, being mm-hmm. honest with her about different things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the the the, the sign of a, of a of a good friend that's able to just tell somebody you know when they doing messing up or doing something wrong. I think that my I get what you're saying and I get how I could come <clears> off that way, but I think a lot and a lot of times in friendships with females, you're it it seems like you're being honest, but you're really more so relishing and telling me what is wrong about my situation. And I almost feel like that's what Molly's doing. Like Molly was supportive of Issa and was, you know, a friend to Issa because Issa was having a hard way. Issa's relationship was garbage. Issa's career was going nowhere. Like, I can be honest and tell you that your situation is fucked up. But once your situation isn't fucked up anymore, what am I telling you? So I think that, yeah, she was honest, but I just think that Molly's one of those people who, I feel better about myself when I can tell you what's wrong with your situation. But she was a friend that stayed in here and helped her clean up and everything. Okay. She was just waiting to, she only did that shit because she was mad. She wanted to talk about her own problems and she was waiting to say some old slick shit. She didn't really stay behind because she really just wanted to help Issa clean. Because otherwise she was going to leave with Andrew. Like, that wasn't right. ever the plan. Otherwise, she already would have had situations be like, oh, no, you can ride with me, but I'm going to help clean up. So you might need to catch a ride back. That was a, a <laughs> oh, we had a conversation. And I need to tell you, I need my friend to talk, tell my friend about what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hang back so I can talk about the nigga that I drove with and you can find a ride home. And I feel that. The only time where I felt like Molly didn't really support Issa was when Issa was, like, going through that whole unemployment phase. And I felt like as a friend, I would have been like, hey, because you know, Molly, she works at a law firm and she could have probably helped her out, get, like get you a little mail job, something like that, secretary job or whatever. Or stay with me. She was staying with Daniel and she had everything in the world to say, happy thing to say about the fact that she was staying with Daniel, stay with, stay, why she couldn't stay at her place. I thought they, I thought they addressed that. What did they say? I can't remember, but I thought they was like, yeah, I think it was more like mm-hmm. that's too close for com- like that'd be too much. Oh no, because they lived together before. That's what it was. They lived together before because they did. They did bring it up. They yeah, lived together yeah. in like college or something, and something happened, and they said like that wouldn't be a good idea to live together again. I do remember that. Yeah, okay. yeah. you know, once girl, once women, they they really good. I mean, yeah, I don't have situations <laughs> like that. But at the end of the day, if I'm still your friend and you need a place to stay and you staying with a, a nigga that I think is sorry, I'm going to tell you, come stay with me. You only got two weeks. Figure it out in two weeks. Uh-uh. If you're really my best friend. It depends on how that ended, their living situation ended. Yeah. Because would you let certain friend come back? If you in a situation where you unemployed and you ain't got no job and you are who I call my best friend and you want to go stay with a nigga that I know don't mean you no good and I've been telling you he's sorry for a long time, I'm going to be like, girl, come stay on my couch. I don't think you like that with any friend. Someone who I consider my best friend, I would be. Hmm. I'd be, it it might cause me strife and I might be like, look, (laughs) you got to figure something out real quick, but I don't want you to stay with that raggedy nigga. (laughs) 
Yeah. I was just more, I was surprised that Issa just ate those words that Molly threw at her and just was like, you know what? Okay, whatever. And just moved along. I would expect, I was expecting more of a banter back and forth. Like Issa bring up some of Molly's shit and maybe we'll start seeing more of that. But yeah, Issa just, just really was like, damn, wow. You really just said that to me. Cause she's over it. Her. I, I think she's over it. I think Molly keeps doing this shit. And Issa keeps taking this shit. And she's just sick of it. So I think what we're going to see is either the next episode or the episode after that, we're going to see a buildup. Because they show the trailer for the next one. So you see what that's about. So I think eventually Issa's just going to blow up. Oh, I didn't see the trailer. I didn't oh. see a trailer either. Well, y'all fucking up then. How about that? <laughs> Huh? What happened in the trailer? The trailer shows that uh, Condola and Issa start getting closer and Molly starts getting jealous. Okay. So I think that's what they're leading up to. And then there was something that happened in the trailer. Like Molly said something, some more slick type shit. So I think that's what they're going to keep building up to. Molly keeps, you know lashing out and being passive aggressive and then east is gonna bug out i see that i see that because she she even said something at the party like like yeah you you knowingly know this chick is messing with lawrence and you still did this with her so that's right. probably gonna be even more so if she continues to mess with her and she's like really like what's wrong are you stupid or something you know yeah that's yep. crazy it's good writing, man. I love uh, it. It's really good. I hate Molly. Yeah, Molly. Yeah. Molly has become one of my least favorite characters on this show. I hope Condola. Like that for a while, all right. She what? She's been like that for a while, right? People She's been like, like that from the first season, man. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't notice it until this last season. Me neither. Oh. No. Wasn't, the, wasn't, wasn't the pussy song the first season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was the first season. Yeah, she got super mad about that, and I've just never liked her. She's whack. Yeah, I never really cared for Molly either. Me personally, I'll, I've like always that. wanted to see more of the other friends, like Tiffany and the, the other funny friend. That uh, I love her, man. She is so damn silly, man. Kelly. <laughs> she's so she's so silly. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly, my girl, man. Yeah, I know that she's silly as hell, man. She's so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to see more of her this season. Do you? Because what is she really going to offer besides a couple of laughs? It's not like she's ever serious. Right. She's not. Well, that would be cool to see, to see, to give her more of a backstory and give her a little bit more depth to figure out why she is. Because generally, like, there's a reason why you are the one who always is silly and cracking jokes. But, Naomi, do you think... Nay, you think they're gonna, it's going to be enough episodes for that, though? It's only eight episodes and only a half an hour long. Oh, it is? Yeah. These episodes are so short. Like, I really wish these, mm. these shows were, like, an hour long. Like, I yeah. feel like... I feel like I don't get enough. But so I don't I mean, know. I don't know if they have enough time or episodes to to dive into her that much. You know what I'm saying? Just because of the length of the seasons and the episodes. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of uh, shows, they they got another show within the show. I feel like every season they got a different one. This one was called uh, what is it? Looking for Lavita, <laughs> and that's where you see uh, it starts off with Lavita Alizé Jenkins mm-hmm. hosting the show. And then we see Ray J in it. And I think I saw Carl, uh, Carl from Martin in it as well as the parents of LaToya. But <laughs> I, I can't wait to see more of those skits or like those little pieces uh, released within the show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I think as far as for uh, moving forward, I'll be, it'll be interesting to see if, if Issa does get closer to Condola because that's just, that's, a, it's, it's not bad situation. It's a mature situation, but it's also kind of weird that you're getting close to someone who's very close to your ex, who you were damn about to, you envisioned having a child with and marrying. You know what I'm saying? So, have y'all ever been in those situations? Nah, I haven't. No, I never. I I, I don't think I've never been in that situation before. Wait, which type of situation exactly? The uh, condola. Uh, Issa situation to where you know that that person is dating your ex. Oh, no, no, I also your friend. 
Not a friendship, but I mean, especially with my situation, because we have kids, like I, I have had to build a bit of a relationship with my ex's wife. So um, we've been cordial, but we ain't going to have drinks or nothing. All of my friends know that that's a line that you absolutely 100% do not cross. Now I do have, I do have like close friends where they have dated their exes or whatever. Like they've all fucking done musical chairs with that type of shit, but they all know you do not touch any of my exes or we are going to have a fucking big problem. So you don't think that you could have like an ex who like just went and started dating somebody that you didn't know, some stranger and you meet that person and you guys become cool? Yes. Yes. Okay. That that's that's different to me because I don't have a relationship with that guy, so me and him right. can be cool. But it's different if you're my friend and you know that I dated this person and then for whatever reason you feel like it's okay for you to then start dating that person. Yeah, no, that's different. Yeah, I'm not talking, what he's saying. Yeah, I'm talking oh. about what's actually happening on the show. Oh, I'm what okay. So I, I, I misunderstood. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, like what Naomi just just posed. Like, if so, if you if an ex starts dating somebody and you get into a situation where you become friends with your ex's new boo, not even knowing that they probably were together, you know what I'm saying? I'm or sorry. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Or I even did. if you did, yeah, would you be able to come cool with that person? Yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm cool with um like a girl I dated her for like seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with her husband. Like, we'll fucking talk about oh, so yeah, you know, comic books or whatever. But yeah, yeah, and she's totally fine with that. Okay, well, there it is then. Yeah, so yeah. You, you you are in a situation like that, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I would be I would be friends with an ex's new relationship as long as I am still cool with that ex, and it wasn't like a situation where that situation ended really badly or something. But right. Yeah. It seems like that's what they are because because she literally told her, like I think I'm finally over lower. Yeah. Or like that, right? She was lying though. Do y'all think Issa's over Lawrence? I don't know. She seemed like she does. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's seemed genuine when she said it. What she yeah. said is genuine. Now she, she actually saying that. Bro. That's another. That's another story. Hmm. Mm-mm. It just seemed like she just like the way she got so awkward and the way she made that joke was like you, you got any old exes around? Let me go see. Run up on them like you run up on mine. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny for me. That's just. I think trying to up the situation. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I, I think I was trying to lighten up the situation, but she had just had a conversation with someone I can't remember who, Molly saying like, "Yo, I think I'm finally over Lawrence or whatever." Oh shit, she full of shit. <laughs> Um, that's all I got, really. Um, <laughs> I guess you can end it on that note. Any other thoughts about the episode? I, I wasn't too hyped on the episode, honestly, overall. I, I think I wanted a little bit more. But again, that could be because it's so short. Well, I so, thought this episode was longer than they usually are. Because I feel like they're usually like 28, 29 minutes. This was like, I think, what, 40 minutes? So I mean, I mean, it's it's not that much longer, but for a season premiere, it was longer than what I was used to. Um, now, as far as how they tell the story, I feel like it kind of just set the table for what's to happen. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but I I do I would if because I don't know how long this series is supposed to last. I think Issa said that she wasn't really trying to do it for that much longer. So I think if there's a if this may be one of the last two seasons, we should get longer episodes, like at least 45 minutes, maybe even 50 moving forward to really unpack all this stuff that's going on. So that's what I hope to see moving forward. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, I, I, in spite of all that, regardless of how long it was, um, I'm, I'm with Rod. I think this one was okay. But I didn't walk away like, man, I can't wait until next week. I enjoyed it well enough. Um, I think it was a good setup. Um, I will say I'm curious to uh, figure out where this is going to go because they keep somehow centering it around Lawrence and Issa. 
So I will say that this episode made me think, think like, okay, so what is the end goal going to be with these two? Are they going to get back together? Like, what is what is the what is really going to be the thing that's going to keep this story rotating around their two separate lives? But other than that, I mean, it was it, it wasn't it didn't I agree it didn't make me be like, ooh, I can't wait for next episode. But I mean, it was it was a cool little setup. What you think, Mike? <clears throat> I I really like this episode. I think. It, it, it wasn't super juicy or anything, but I think them setting up the the different stages for all of this other shit to start falling apart, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool the way they started off talking about, okay, yeah, me and Molly don't fuck with each other no more. And then we're going back to watch all of the steps that led to them having this this falling out. I thought it was cool. I thought I liked this episode. Are you rolling with the season so far? Yeah, I mean, first episode, I I, I fucks with it. Um, I think, um, you know, the the whole setting up the whole between Issa and uh, Molly, I think that I think that's gonna be an interesting. Uh, you know, for us to view that the way how that friendship like falls apart. You know what I'm saying? Or kind of, kind of, or come fall apart or come to some sort of a clash. So I mean, that's one thing I'm looking forward to seeing how that's gonna play out this season. And um, yeah, I mean, I I think, but I wasn't expecting for them to do the whole. Take you know do shoulder present and then go back, but I mean I thought that was cool because I think that's like a it's gonna be like a somewhat of a theme for this season is to see how they how they both fall out. Yeah, and now that y'all mention it, I'm I'm kind of started thinking maybe that was a maybe that's the angle the series was really trying to do mm-hmm. as far as like we like now you talked about is how is this gonna end up with Lawrence and Issa? They keep focusing on them. What if this whole series is about like how a friendship begins and ends or something like that? Like maybe this isn't really about Issa and Lawrence. Maybe it's just about Molly and Issa, and how love, sex, and all the other stuff can ruin a friendship. That's interesting. Good point. But I'm excited for next week. We ain't got shit else to do but to sit and watch. <laughs> so I'm right. definitely through there. Um, appreciate y'all, and for all the listeners, make sure you let us know what your thoughts is about the show, this episode. Uh, in the FPS podcast Reddit thread and FPS podcast on IG and Twitter. Uh, make sure you also subscribe and rate the podcast as well. We're trying to get our numbers up on those because we're trying to do some bigger things. So appreciate y'all listening. But that'll be us for this week. We out. Peace. 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 Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.